Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Swim podcast. Swim podcast episode three. Uh, my guest on this one is Oliver from Bring Me the Horizon, and we did this in the basement of Drop Dead, which is his clothing shop in Kingley Street in London. And it was a couple of days after the NME Awards, where Bring Me had uh, they've received an award, and then they played. Um, and during the performance, he sort of climbed out into the sort of area where all the guests were, and ended up on top of Coldplay's table, which. Uh, collapsed and then it all sort of blew up out of proportion and people were, were writing in the tabloids that that he'd attacked members of Coldplay which is weird because while it was happening they were just sat there loving it laughing and clapping uh, so it was yeah kind of weird that's how those things work I guess um, so we spoke about that we also spoke about um, Bring Me the Horizon and stuff that they've got coming up and we also spoke about the power of symbols and how that sort of shifts depending on the cultural context, which I think was really interesting. Uh, we should also shout out to Hannah, his wife, who sat there in silence throughout the whole thing and listened to us rambling on for quite a while, uh, which is essentially what you're going to do. So props to yourself as well. Um, I hope you enjoy this one. I think there's some interesting stuff that's spoken about. I'll try and put up some links to that's relevant to the stuff we're talking about as well. I also noticed that with the first two episodes which I put on, which was with uh, Chino Moreno and Corey Taylor, that there's a few sites that have kind of taken things out of context and then it all blew up, especially on the Corey Taylor one where, where all of a sudden it ended up with him having to tweet that no, he wasn't actually leaving Slipknot. If you listen to the whole interview, you'd realise that's not what he said at all. So I suspect that as there's some stuff in this one which... A lot of people might want to quote out of context and it would look terrible. Um, probably listen to the whole thing rather than, you know, going on that whole knee-jerk reaction. Anyways, with that said, enjoy. This is Ollie from Bring Me the Horizon. I thought it was funny. Obviously, like two days ago was the, the awards. Mm. And I, I think the backlash that suddenly, like... Like it was all planned that you were going to yeah. jump on the table it was crazy. Yeah. I think it's funny because as far as I was concerned, like when you were playing, you then came out, you came past the table yeah. and then you were up on the balcony and then the first table that's in front of you is that table. Yeah. It didn't seem like you'd sat there, scoped everything out and were like... Oh, I couldn't see. I mean, I'm... Exactly, it's crazy though. I Do wish I was... It's weird how everyone's like... It is, it's really interesting. I, I wish I was that cool that... It, 
I could if I premeditated something like that, it would have gone completely wrong. I'd have been more. I wouldn't be able to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? I would just. I was just up there, filled with booze and adrenaline, and just yeah. Yeah, I completely just got on the first take. I'm, I'm glad it was cold place because it was either Yoko or yeah. Kylie Minogue on the other side. I just got knocked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's just at least there was some, there was some there. You know what I mean? Like I, for us, it's just been amazing because like obviously like yesterday it was just like every tabloid yeah. thing like my name was trending for 18 hours and like all these people just and ev- every single magazine and tabloid and newspaper has an article on it it was like the the Jordan were like freaking out yesterday because it was like the the number one news story on the Daily Mail yeah was it Daily Mail the one that's the biggest in the world yeah and um it's nuts isn't it it's I just, think it's kind of synchronicity though it's do just, you think because it just like I don't know. Like, I guess it's just a story there, isn't there? It's like yeah. it's perfect. I mean, it's that's why it does seem so premeditated because there's that little bit of history there. People and people have already like fabricated the fact that we were furious about the album cover and stuff. Yeah. When all really happened is made a passing comment about the cover looking the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one cares. No one's. No one were ever mad. So, but there's there's an easy story there, and it it were really interesting for us yesterday being on that side of like. Of how like they can, I mean, it's not like they were, they have spun it like loads. They've just like today, it's like Coldplay singer attacked by a rival band on a, a top awards show, and it's just good how like it's just really interesting how the, you you see how like when you hear about like a fight between Justin Bieber and someone else in a club, you think what actually happened? Yeah, because you just it just spiral. If you out. break it apart, they're just using adjectives to to make you think. But you, you can't really be held responsible yeah. for that because it's not they're not actually lying they're just using it in, in a good way and it is it was just mental just seeing it all and yeah. being part of like like everyone's got an opinion whether they thought it were a good thing or a bad thing or yeah. you know like a dick move or whatever and it would just it's whatever just, I mean you you only need to look at the pictures to see how much they were all laughing yeah like, well. it wasn't like they were gonna be pissed about it they were just it was just no. it was just funny and it I, was like. Like everyone was stoked, it just felt really like it was well vibed. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was... Everyone was buzzing. And yeah. End of the day, I think I, re- I think I read this, and it's, someone said the the award is a middle finger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if so, if you if if the if we can't do stuff like that anymore, then what are we going to these awards for? Because yeah. they're always in danger of being dull. You know what I mean? We just listened to a twenty minute speech about Yoko Ono. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even about her though. That was the <laughs> yeah that about that and then his new work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up. It's just. Yeah. They are just in danger of being boring, aren't they? And I think whether yeah, a lot of people like Fol- it, everyone from Foles had a go as yeah, well. No, they were like great was, actually. Yeah, they were was sick. But he was climbing about, and no one was like when he bumped into a few people. He was like, oh, he's yeah. got beef because somebody- well, I don't really <laughs> think I don't really think anyone's mad. I think everyone just likes the juice. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, we didn't. I, it's one of the thing we didn't think about when it after it all happened. Is Coldplay one of the biggest bands in the world? You know, what I mean, yeah. just on Super Bowl. You know, what I mean, just so it's a very yeah, topical. A so it's just. <laughs> You, you think, oh, yeah. of course, this is going to be worldwide news, and it's of course no. And I don't think, I mean, obviously, Coldplay fans are a bit angry, and people who just don't like us or me in general are going to be have something to say. But yeah. it's just where we are at now, isn't it? Everyone has to. When a topic's that big, everyone usually goes on Twitter. It's like when someone dies, but you never listen to like, yeah, never listen to them, or you never watch them in movies, but they've just died and they're an influential person. Everyone says R.I.P. Even though it's like, well, it doesn't really mean or does it? Because you're not, you didn't follow their lives. You don't like, you don't really care. You're just yeah. saying it because. Oh, it's ha- a big event's is. happened. That's what Twitter's for. Yeah, it's kind of same. I just think it's kind of same. So, it, it's and it's just forgotten about, isn't it? Yeah. Like, well, I say it's forgotten about. It's on front page at Daily Mail <laughs> today, but it will be forgotten about tomorrow. Yeah, it's funny as well, like how people were were, were going. Oh, it's 
it's all because of this. And I mean, when you think, it made me think, like it then started making me think about how the way that, um, like, I was going to say you, the band, but I mean, to be, it's fair to say that you're do, you drive all that on a visual front, mm. right? Yeah, and also we should say that we're we're in the shop at the moment, and also some of the stuff we, that you've done with with Drop Dead is like like the use of 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 certain symbols, and I think they're really powerful things, and I think. I think it is a fair shout what you said about them using the flower of life. I mean, it is different. Theirs was the like, theirs was yeah. Theirs was the nineteen circles, yeah, right? Yeah, and yours yeah. was six sixty one, oh, I think. I've lost. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's like, you know, th- there's definitely, of course, it's it's such a strong visual image, and and there is a connection, and I think anyone would be hard pressed to have not made that connection, especially as as how well like Sempaternal did. And yeah, that well, that's the thing everywhere. that's, that I think that's what will never come across in when people say all this stuff because they only kind of use the bit that makes it sound juicy. But all all I will make it a note of is I, I, I completely understand that Coldplay have never heard of our band, but I can't buy it. But like, at the end of the day, people... I, f- I find it still, hard to believe that they don't know the band name but even, uh, within anyone but even saying about even the still, personally but. even still they have they're on a record label that works with other record labels knows everything that's going on yeah. everything's coming out i fail to believe that i can i can accept that they use the flower of life because at the end of the day it's one of the it's the last album it makes sense to them it's like for, it symbolizes forever and whatever yeah. and that's like, so I, I can imagine the idea coming completely naturally without any influence from us of course why the hell would they go i like that i'm gonna rip that off <laughs> i get i get they know that yeah. but i i don't buy that at some point someone didn't go do you know that two years ago an album came out that did quite well in a different scene you know what i mean like i just want you to know i don't believe that no one went and they just didn't go yeah but it don't matter does it because was like 100 times bigger than them that's all i think that's all i'll make it a comment of like i don't buy that they at no point did they not really they weren't aware Even if they weren't personally aware somebody was they were being made aware weren't they yeah just like you do you know what i mean like we we caught we were going to call our one of our albums empire and i remember looking back in a band already had it recently and i'm like well, we can't do that you know what i mean and it's mm. just i don't know maybe they didn't you know what i mean but it just seems and i think we weren't angry at all we were just a little bit gutted i think because it's gonna as they are such a massive band it's always gonna it always you always feel like a bit threatened in the fact that it might wash away you know that it what what it were for you and yeah it, it weren't it was never angry it was just a bit like like anything in it it's like but then you could also look at it from a, a universal point of view where you go okay well more people now which i did look, yeah, yeah more which people I... are now going to look at what this means and look into what this symbol actually represents exactly which is a beautiful thing and as soon as you then start yeah. looking into it and you realize that's i mean that that's it, two sides of your that's two sides of your brain the one side is a yeah, bit yeah. like oh yeah of course like we want some we want some we want an answer why like for why this has happened and that's what i said in an interview that didn't really get used that much is i i do i think it's awesome it's like yeah. when because i when i discovered that symbol it when i were thinking about titles and stuff like that and i never heard of it before and i saw it and then i and i read into it started looking at it and as soon as i did she she had it and she was just about to get it tattooed and then i saw it everywhere and it was just like and it was just like it's like a sign it's like it is. even it's the nearest thing that i've you know I've, I've had apart from like seeing numbers and stuff like continuously is like it's just like it's it really made me believe in like the power of magnetism and stuff like yeah. that like 
because as soon as as soon as I saw it and like Hannah were literally about to get on a palm and she didn't because of she was like oh my god you're using that as your album cover and then <laughs> and then and I just didn't I didn't even know I could I, I, I saw it on people had it tattooed I saw it everywhere and it was like and it back of cars and everything and well it's, it, I mean you know it's existed since like you know it's, it's in every culture yeah, yeah I mean I mean like I mean some 800 BC and I mean there's a lot of evidence well evidence I say there's a lot of people believe that it's, it, it's literally in everything like you can look at anything like a flower or anything and that pattern will be there it's yeah. almost like well as soon as yeah as soon as you start looking into sacred geometry it's, yeah. it's crazy like as you look at like fit the Fibonacci and the golden section and stuff and it and then you learn about the golden mean and you realize that actually everything mm. physically from from so the, it's a measurement right you that it'll be like so that part of your finger is that is the proportion to this part of your finger which yeah, is the yeah. proportion to that part which is to your hand to your they do arm. it with cities and with it's, cities and everything yeah it's you know crazy I mean? and that's why why people s look at certain things and go oh that's really beautiful or, i love the look at that plant it looks amazing yeah. and it's because on a like a like a level of your DNA, it's, it's programmed in this measurement, and then it, and which is weird because then you start thinking about it a bit much, and then yeah. you, you get into the whole weird sort of ancient aliens thing, and it's kind of nuts. But yeah, but it's and it, it was flower life one of those things that really like, aside from a, a bunch of other things that have pushed me more, and I I can't say I really believe in anything because like I'd stand by it and I yeah. I die for it, but like magnetism and stuff like that is the nearest thing because so much happens, you know. Like I think I see a person in the street. And I don't, but then I'll see him later that day because I've and I, I, literally yeah. I've had it where I've gone, I've, and I, I to the point now where I've seen someone, I saw someone at the gym, and then I went, and it was someone I, one of a friend, but not a friend anymore, and I went and I went, I thought that was my, an old friend, but it weren't, and I went, I bet you anything, I'll see him yeah. today or tonight, and we went out, and I never go out, and he were there at this party that was our party, that he, and it was just like it just made me, it just really pushed me to the edge of being like I believe in that stuff, like if you when you like. It's almost like a, a gravity that you pull yeah. things towards by just the thought process and wanting or kind of, and that's, uh, with, with that flower of life, that's really what, like, it... It is funny. Yeah, it I 100% agree. got like, me really excited, actually, when we started using the backdrop and stuff. And I remember we met this, um, what, what was that, that Buddhist name in um, Hare Krishna, dude? Yeah, called Paralada. And he, he was on Warped Tour for the whole thing, and he came up to me and he just went... Um, I saw you using Flower of Life as your backdrop, and you went, you know how insane that is for all the people watching, like what that's going to do for them. Like they, they have, they don't, they don't know it, but they're having like twice as positive experience because they're staring at an image like that all the way I through. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he and he went, do you mind? Do you know a lot about it? And I went, oh, well, I've been reading about it, but there's so much to know. You know hmm. what I mean? Um, and he went and he, and he came to our bus and he just sat down and we just talked about it. He just told me all about it and everything else and gave me all these videos and just, um, yeah, it, it were awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It is true. Like you saying about, about it being magnetism and, I mean, everybody views it in different ways. I think that's why I used to be super intolerant about, not intolerant, but like other people's views of how they view those things because mm -hmm. everybody puts it in a different compartment and looks at it a different way and a lot of people will use like organized religion as that explanation and yeah. I would always, like, you know, I'd look down on it a bit. Um, but now I think I think about these things more and, and I see the connection of things and it, it does exist. That's why it's, people could maybe jump a bit further. Yeah, because to, because it's an easy way to explain those things. Yeah, and, because and some it, people aren't happy. 
some people are happier with a bad answer than a good question. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of people I find need finalization. Like they need they need an answer because it, it, it they don't like the fact that they don't know. It's like why well, I, I think that's death is the biggest not knowing. That's why there's so many people people have so many answers for it because they don't like the fact they have no idea. Yeah. Um, and I, I I do yeah I think I, that's why I understand why people do. Although I, I do still look down on it and still wish it weren't didn't exist like organized religion and stuff, but yeah, because that's time, because it, it gets used in I, a, in I a malicious way. The way I look at religion, I know some of my mates who are a bit more skeptical than me are going to be listening to this and go, "Is it not about magnetism?" So it's only the same in 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 ways. You just got, and you've yeah. got to be a bit more open to to other people's ideas, and like you say, until the point of like actual offense or like it yeah. being. Well, it's funny you say about numbers. Like, do you get that a lot? Because I do. I'm obsessed with threes, nines. For some reason, 1441 always comes up. Like, I always look at my phone. It's 1111 for me. That's what I've got. That's, that's what I got above my eyebrow. That's really auspicious, though. But um, that's great. It's. I mean, I don't even notice it anymore. To because it's just. It's, but, it it used to blow my fucking mind, and yeah. to the point of like every every day, to the point where if it were if I looked at my clock and it were 1110. To me, that were an omen that I was gonna have a bad day. Like things weren't right. Yeah. And it were always was, and I probably again that's probably magnetism and just making yourself think that, and it's not gonna be a good day. But just I just see it everywhere. And I, and to the like, it's one thing to see it on clocks, and you know you, you watch and your computer and you f and and stuff. But I saw it on Lee's pedal tuner. I saw it once. I were um, I had my timer on. And out of and it was and I, as I looked to, to check the timer, I can't remember what I was doing. Maybe dyeing my hair or something like that. Something where I had to wait. I look and it was 11 minutes and 11 seconds, and it been on for 45 minutes or something. I thought out of every single second, yeah, like it was the second 11, and I was like, how? And it was just to the point where it was just freaking me out. And then you were there actually, weren't you? When um, I got my uh, my new SIM card, I scratched off the activation code. It was 11 11. Yeah, the past that's awesome, man. That's the same, same when we were in um, holiday. Yeah, holiday. What happened? It was with that. The time was 11. Oh yeah. Yogurt. The expiry date were 11 11, and the and the password for the internet. No, yeah, the password know. for the internet was uh, 11 11.11.11.11. It was just like, like I was like, and after that, it's just been like. Even Jordan, um, who's like a proper skeptic, and I know will be like going, "Shut up, Holly!" Like when he hears this, but like he saw me scratch off my SIM card, and he went, "That is fucking weird." <laughs> <laughs> it's the that's the best though, man, because that's I don't know. I, I personally, I see that's the universe having a word. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, the, and, and that uh, doesn't seem ridiculous to me. The fact that it's all connected and it's all. I mean, it's, it's mental anyway, and that's all what it re like relies on. The fact that it spins around perfectly, and you know what I mean. Every, it don't, it, it don't, and they've got atoms and stuff, haven't they? That they've found that on two separate sides of wherever, yeah. doing the exact same things. You know what I mean? In harmony, they can't explain it, and it's yeah. there's so much there to to suggest that that's not a spiritual thing, but it's a scientific thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and I think I think that's one of the things. How, like, I do believe that um, you know whether. Personally, I, I, I like a, uh, I'm really interested in magic, and I don't mean like bunch of flowers. You yeah. know what I mean? I like right? that stuff though. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh yeah, exactly. Uh, card tricks and whatnot. But yeah, but I also mean, you know, I actually mean like, you know, magic, and I believe that that is being aware that these things exist, these little connections, yeah. and and you know, p other people will look at it as positive thought and like putting out good vibes. 
to make things happen for them or for for friends and whatnot. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of the same thing, which then makes me think about the one you know, if without going on about symbols too much, but I think it's quite interesting, right? Is is like um, when you started using the universal hexagram, mm. um, like it was in it was a drown video, wasn't it, on the flag? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of like the symbol for anti-vis somehow. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, I guess it's it's just kind of become another kind of like rather than like a specific album, it's just something that represents yeah what we're doing. How did you like? How did that come about? Was that just you you saw it and you went, "That's a cool symbol"? Or did it feel like it resonated and and you wanted to like? Was that like like you're saying with the flower of life thing? You know, honestly, it, it was because it was a cool symbol. Yeah, and, but it obviously had a lot of the it had a it, to me it always had a lot of like the symbolism of what a pentagram does but without yeah. the satanic yeah. undertones you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, no, more, yeah, more totally. like of of what satanism really is when you when you scratch the surface i mean obviously there's a bit of weird stuff with it but a lot of it is just like do good you yeah. know what i mean just Humanism. treat other people yeah, like yeah. you would treat i mean and they don't yeah. believe in satan really do they, they just no. don't believe in a god and and but like obviously with the pentagram you don't really get that anymore yeah and i know the hexagram doesn't fully represent the same things and stuff but it kind of has that more like, like don't believe in anything but yourself yeah. kind of vibe to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because like Crowley used it for Philema. For me, like a hexagram, which most people will, like if you see a hexagram, most people just think that it's the Star of David. Mm. But it's it's like the union of of like positive and negative. Yeah, it's, like, it's that yin and yang, isn't it? But um, but the universal hexagram is is like it can it can be drawn in one move, so it's almost like it's those two positive and negative interlinked yeah and you can't have one without the other yeah and, yeah exactly. and that's what and that's what our music is in a lot of ways as well it's 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 so good because it's it's sad and it's heavy and it's real do you know what i mean but that's mm. why it makes it good and that's why it makes it feel positive because it's about dark stuff mm. and it's um yeah you always find that's what i love about sim symbolism as well is you can find a me meaning in anything yeah and some true. people view that as a bad thing so I, I think it's amazing now you can look at anything and you can connect it to anything do you know what yeah. i mean like when we when we premiered when we were doing like when you premiered a happy song on on radio one and that week leading up and we we're doing all those puzzles and those things like that on my, on my instagram and stuff and yeah. the theory is people coming up to what it all meant like um, happy song represents um, Hannah, Hannah and Ollie because it's on the same day of the wedding and, and they were finding out numbers and connecting it and they were just making like something far grander than I could have thought of making me look more intelligent because it made me like I've made this Da Vinci Code style like <laughs> yeah. quid but they were like piecing it all together like amazingly and it's just it, it, that is what is great about symbolism because you, whether it's a placebo or not you can find any you can find a message and, and it's why it's so powerful I guess yeah it's funny as well, right? I, um, I I told you about it. Yeah, I told you when I spoke to Andrew WK, right? Yeah, and you were really interested in Chop yeah. Dead and like yeah. what, what we do. Because we have that with a lot of Americans, though. Yeah. The amount of times I've had like like awkward situations with people thinking I'm in like um, the Freemasons and stuff. Yeah. Or the Illuminati is crazy. Yeah. And uh, I think I told you about a uh, dude from asking me about it. No? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm pretty sure it would be. Um, and he come up to me and we were talking for a while and I think I'd been wearing um, something with like one of the Illuminati symbols. Oh, it was the um, All-Seeing Eye. Okay. Stuff. Oh, it, was, it we might have been 
stage as well. I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm really yeah. <laughs> um, we're doing all the all scene kind of like thing for uh, diamonds. Yeah. And so you're talking to me after, and I, and it went it were back in my drug days. So and I, and I heard that they've been doing DMT and stuff, which is something I was interested in at the time. Hmm. Um, and you, and we were talking for a bit, and he just went to me. So are you a traveling man? That's uh, it was. Yeah. And I was yeah. like. I'm not traveling, man. <laughs> what? And then he was like, and he said it to me again, and he kind of like nodded to me as he said it, and I was like, could this mean like traveling, like going on a trip, like drugs? I was like, drugs. I was like, yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a traveling okay. man. <laughs> and he was like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, and then he started telling me about his old man and how like he was involved in it all, but he didn't use the words like yeah. straight up. He kind of was doing all cryptic, and I was just stood there going, "What have I got myself into? I have no <laughs> idea yeah. what you're talking about." And he was, just, and he was telling me all this stuff, and I was like, and I was too embarrassed to say anything because I was like, I can't tell him now that I've lied to him. So to carry well, on, it wasn't a lie. It's just missed. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he, so he just telling me all this stuff, and I was like, "This is awesome." I'm like, "Fuck, he's talking about Illuminati here," and, and so I was like. <laughs> And so it went on for ages, and that after I was just like, I had to go and find him a couple of hours later. And I went, mate, I've just got to tell you, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I thought you meant something completely different. Yeah. Anyway, he was, I saw a cool man, but yeah, like, he's he's a total sweetheart, man. Yeah. He's a good person to sit and have chats with. Yeah, he's, I bet. No, he seemed really, really interesting. He's really smart and and like uh, he's he's yeah, he knows a lot of stuff that's super interesting. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, yeah, I I thought it was funny that that um. But yeah, like he Andrew WK. When I said um, I can't even remember how it happened, it was because when I'd spoken to him previously, I had I had a feeling that he was uh, like really interested in certain things, mm. which we then you know we we spoke about a couple of times, and uh, that's kind of all around these sort of things. And then um, and we were speaking about it, and I was I was wearing this um, like oh, yeah. Universal hexagram pendant i should point out because no <laughs> cameras but um and he said to me about it and then he goes um and then he started talking to me about you lot and uh, and i was really surprised because he was then going oh yeah they used it in this video and they did it on this and, yeah. and like he, he'd really like it wasn't just like he'd he'd gone see, oh see it in passing. yeah it's not like oh I, I i see there's some band that are using this yeah you know he was yeah he was really interested it was cool but um I think this is interesting, man. I like talking about this sort of stuff. Yeah, I don't me too. Yeah. I, you don't get to talk about it enough. Yeah. Like, and I don't have many... F well, I have people that are into it, but it is like, especially when you're in a big touring group, you're always going to get people that don't want to hear it and, like, kind of yeah. co contest it, which is also fun to have. Yeah. To have debates and stuff, it? because yeah. it's... But after, but sometimes it's just nice to talk with, about it when it's people who, like, yeah. in, into the ideas of it and stuff, too. It, for whatever reasons, if for nothing purely more than just... Just visual reasons. Debate yeah, and yeah, fun yeah. is just I'm interesting, isn't it? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I thought we're then carrying on with that. Something that I thought was, was interesting was when you put out the Drop Dead shirt, uh, This Means Peace. Yeah. Because that was, I thought that was a really ballsy move because it, it's a weird thing because anything you put a swastika on these days, I, I think no, I think it's changing to be fair because most people now are like coming through and especially like as more people are tattooed, they're connected to the, the tattoo community and that's that's definitely a, a group of people that are trying, in the West anyway, mm. are, that are trying to reclaim that symbol. You just got to stand by it, that's the thing. If you, yeah. if you don't believe that it means peace and if you don't know that and you don't think it's not cool, you know what I mean? And it's, but it's, I just don't, it's, it's not, the symbol is not what makes it an evil, evil you know what I mean? It's like you can take anything, you can take a dog and you can make, a, you can have yeah. a nice dog, you can have a nice staffy or a pit bull, or you can have a horrible one where a lot of people do view, see a pit bull and go, oh, that's going to be a bad dog mm. because of the connotations. Yeah. And it's the, and it's the same, you can take anything and make it bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and to look at a symbol and say, well, that's the na- Nazis use that, so now it's, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like it's beyond redemption. And there's a way, there's a way of, there's a way of obviously displaying it and it coming across and where it would be offensive still and it, you'd just be making a point by just having this big swash sticker on it without any context, like a tattoo, for instance, mm. or that. But obviously, that what what we did kind of was like breaking in. It didn't look like an evil symbol. It didn't look you can see that it yeah. was what it was what it's getting across. And it is important because it's, if it is something you're interested in, it is. Part of, which, like you say, it's it's part of nearly every single culture and yeah, like especially like, I mean, it not so much in the West. I think that's why people struggle with it because, you know, it, you can you can travel around the East and you can go to Japan, India, Thailand. You and know, it's on everything. It's on everything. Like tiles, like yeah, mirrors. It, it's in, in places you can't see, and it's so pretty as well. It's such a perfectly yeah, s- just symmetrical and it's just yeah, such it's a, a great symbol. Yeah. And it just it is. It's just one of those ones that just you. It's it's just too much of a shame not not for it to still be relevant. You it know? is it is weird that people view it that way. It's it's like now I get it. I'm not so ignorant to go. Oh, I don't know why you're so yeah like yeah. I, yeah I mean you know that absolutely some of the most atrocious things that ever happened in history happened under the the banner of that. Yeah. But you you you've got the first known example of it was was carved. On a there was like a carving of a bird made out of a mammoth tusk, yeah. which had swastikas on it, which is ten thousand BC, yeah. right? Which they found, I think, in the Ukraine. So it's existed in every culture for uh, for a minimum of that time, yeah. and then during a, a period in recent history, for you could look at it for like a not even a 10 year period yeah. where such atrocious things happened the thing is, is now it's like well you know to the point where during World War 2 you had Native Americans burning all their like burning items of yeah. of their heritage because yeah. it was it was a it was a symbol that they used because it's like the word work. ISIS isn't it now yeah. like instantly like anyone anyone of. that's got a, on the band ISIS that must be 
mortifying from that. People who have named the dogs or the children ISIS. Yeah. So people who just like have it's just like that's be- that's just become a a bad word now. Yeah. Which sucks. Which I think makes perfect sense. The same thing as swastikas, but wouldn't it be better to take it back off them rather than let them yeah. keep it and leave that there? Just yeah. go right. Just put a line under it. Don't use swastika again because it's been ruined now by them. Wouldn't it be better just to take it back, wash away what they made it mean? Yeah, and, 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 make, it, and make it meaningless and yeah. take it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I totally agree. It is funny that that you can go to you can you know you go around Japan and you put Google Maps on and all the temples are marked with a giant swastika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I see people um, like when that T-shirt went up, there was like this huge backlash, and everyone's like, "Oh, does that mean?" Does that mean like this is a Nazi shirt? And then, or then you, you'll get tattooists will put stuff up, and it'll be like, "Oh, is this person a Nazi?" It's like just a Think little bit, it. a little bit of research it, I mean, it, it, is you, a beautiful thing. And I don't think people want to research. People like to be offended. People like yeah. to be mad and have an opinion. It's Which like then about goes what, back to what we were saying at the whole start of it, where yeah. people are reading. Yeah, like but that's just life, isn't it? And yeah. we do, we're all guilty of that. We're all guilty of wanting to believe stuff. We're all guilty of like, w- it, the truth's never as exciting as a as a, a bit of a stretched, fabricated version of it. Or, mm. and it's it's not as fun to go. Well, I see why they're doing that because they want to make they want to make the symbol thing to go. Nah, can I can have. I want to be angry about this because I'm bored, <laughs> and it's better. To, I want to just have a little rant about it. People just. Think well. They are. In, everyone's entitled to an opinion now, and that's the problem because everyone just thinks has an opinion on stuff that they don't wouldn't usually have an opinion on. Mm. They don't need an opinion on it. It's not to do. It's not in their realm. It's not to do with. Them. They're not concerned. It's it's like when people like bash you f- for like to see something where it's like you, that's not vegan, but it's like are you vegan? Mm. Like and like so many people these days have they've like planted my ideals in my head for me. Like they they don't know me. People like to finger point more than they actually want the actual level-headed truth, you know what I mean? No one's going, well, you know what, actually, if you think about it this way, it's like people want to go hate it or love it, and that's it, and Mm. you kind of got to roll with that, I think. And that's why why you've got to stand by what you do, you know what I mean? Mm. If you're going to put a swastika out, think about it. Think about, is it a positive thing? Is it worth doing? Is it going to just send the wrong vibe out to the people that you think? There's no point doing it. And that's why when I see tattooists have the symbol at tattoo shops, and it never shocks me. Mm. I never look at it and go, what are they thinking? You know what I mean? But yeah. like people can be shocked, fine, but as long as you've got no bad intentions with what you're doing, then what's it really matter? Mm. I see kids wearing that T-shirt and I never think, oh God. It's just, because it, they're not aggressive people. They're not, they're not got skin, skinhead and yeah. Doc and Martens I, on and everything else. And like, they're not walking around. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's all, con- you've got to give it some context. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, that, 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 that shirt did it anyway with the, like the, I mean, as soon as you put dots, between it anyway a lot of people a lot of people now are more open minded and they go alright I get it I get it it's from that that point of view but yeah, yeah. anyway it did have a smiley face a love heart and a peace symbol and it was doing the peace hands. so it was like it was how can you not it was yeah. literally candy coat candy coat <laughs> yeah it was pretty much ramming it home to be yeah. fair and the, the name of it was called it means peace so yeah just for anyone else who might have still been a bit confused <laughs> yeah it's like, it was all like wrapped up into a nice, easy, digestible package. It's crazy, isn't it? Like so knee jerk about stuff. Anyway, right, we should talk about um, what you've got going on with the band because yeah. we haven't done that. Um, I haven't even spoken to you since the album came out. Not properly. Not about the album. No, no. But I mean, that's kind of. I feel like it's kind of. 
I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, yeah, when that came... Because it feels like it's done now. Not done, but you know what I mean? There's no point talking about it now because talking about music, it, when, when music's available and people can listen to it, and mm. that's the important thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is, yeah. Um, I but, think anyone who follows has probably heard all they need to hear about the album, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, there's some there's some interesting stuff happening, I think, as far as... Like, I think that the Royal Albert Hall thing is going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Is And did that come about because of... Because in my head, I, you know, you did that live lounge for Annie, mm. uh, made a veil session, sorry, and and you did the acoustic version of Drown with the, with the string quartet, wasn't it? Yeah. Which was amazing. Yeah. And did it kind of grow out of that, or was that... Had you already thought we're we gonna at some point do this, and maybe this is the way to sort of see if it's gonna work? I don't know. I don't know when they start because basically, um, Teenage Cancer Trust who are putting on all the gigs. Yeah, they've been talking to Craig and that for I think for quite some time about 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 like us doing it because it's always like it's always more like you know about heritage. Like, yeah, yeah, David Gilmore and hmm. and stuff like that. And and but since it's for Teenage Cancer Trust. To, I guess they've been like basically putting forward the case like you should have a band that teenagers like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That they're probably that some of the patients are into and stuff like that. So it's like the first first time a band like us has really ever done it. Um and I don't know if the orchestra thing were just like like you say off the back of that I, or it would just like just felt right I think because it was Royal Albert Hall and mm. wanted to do something special for it. And um yeah, we just, I mean I think ever since there is a hell really strings have really become yeah. a part of what we do and it's th we've had string we've had string players from from there well i mean we couldn't afford them for there as a hell so we got a really good program <laughs> yeah. but like ever since that and then when jordan came in for the, the terminal and really started being able to orchestrate them and that and we've had real orchestras into recording they've really been part of what we do anyway yeah so i mean and we always i mean i'm not a metallica fan but i always thought s and m were incredible yeah so and it, where it's not going to be quite like that because we have strings we don't have to like completely fabricate a whole new um like rework it yeah within. so it's all there but it's going to be just going to be more you know what i mean yeah. and i think it's i mean jordan was showing me the uh all like the scores the other day like the guys programmed them so it's all on midi so it sounds like zelda as fuck like <laughs> which is actually quite cool it's probably yeah. better for it and it just like it sounds mind-blowing like yeah. doomed were like just proper like just it sounded like space odyssey 2001 or something it was just like mm. proper like it, it just sounded like way madder than i thought like you can tell the like jordan's been and he, i mean he's been doing it with these proper you know conductors and people like yeah. the best people like and his mate will who, who does it all he's incredible as well he he was the guy who did the uh, radio one thing it's just so much better than it's good because i know that i usually i mean so much involved all anything creative or yeah. like this but because i'm not I, I can't i can't help there really i have no idea would no, i have no idea where to start with strings i can kind of just just being like enjoying get on with it so he just shows me it's so good just hearing i almost don't want to hear it because i'm like just save it for the day yeah but like he showed me and it was like this is insane but that'll be overwhelming then i know you, how you get you wouldn't be able to concentrate when you I just know. be like you'd be in the moment I just know. like Ugh. it was like 60 piece um, and there's choir, there's clarinet players, harp players. Wow. Um, he Jordan, they've got, they brought in this. He, he showed his photos. Went, do you reckon I should get this organ for the show? And I'm like, I can't see an organ. And it was the size of a house. <laughs> it's in the Royal Albert Hall, like the size of a house yeah. at the back. You could not see it. And I think he's gonna play it. He's gonna play it as well for us, some songs. Um, 
there's everything like flute, like clarinet, every just uh, yeah. saxophone for oh no, amazing. Um, it's just gonna be mind blowing, I think. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty special, isn't it? Do you know is it is that getting filmed and stuff as well? Yeah, we're doing a DVD. We've been filming the um, the filming all like the like actual kind of stuff leading up to it, you know, like the the pre-production. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite cool to video. It won't just be a straight up like Wembley. I think we're gonna try and cut it with like interviews with all the people that were involved yeah. and us and even maybe some of the fans there on the day and stuff and try and make something special out of it. Because we kind of because it's for all for charity as well. We need we need like in Jordan we're like I want a sixty piece choir um, orchestra. Sorry, we're like and we need a little bit more money. So we kind of convinced the label to do this and. Yeah. You know, just just to cover the costs for the for the actual night. So Amazing. it's going to be cool. Yeah, that's going to be ace. And then the other thing after that, you got the touring. Uh, is it October, November? It starts last day of October. Yeah, isn't it? Halloween. <laughs> yeah, nice. And two two o twos, which is amazing. Yeah, like you know, I, I've I've watched your band go from from like EPs and each you know and I say it to, to I've said it enough and I don't want to sound like I'm like blowing smoke up your ass but with each release there have been these huge leaps where where you're just going because I, I see it that, that your band has always led a scene which you've never wanted to be part of as far as I yeah. can tell and so each time you're transcending that and raising the bar for everyone else, which is amazing, I think, because it only means, yeah, it means there'll be a bunch of bands that will just rip you off and try and do this and try and think that this is what, what yeah. it is that's going on. But it will also inspire a whole new bunch of bands in a, in a way so they get better. Yeah. But, but I, so I've seen that, that progression in the band grow, and I think to, to now be doing two oh, two shows at the, at the O2 is mind-blowing. It's mad. It's it's amazing to see, like, because there's not many bands within this world that, that get to, to be that big, and there's not many... And the, and the amount of British bands is even fewer. Yeah. Especially, like... And band, over a 10-year period, you get bands that blow up or a flashing pan, but... Yeah. You don't... It, I, I agree, you don't... You rarely get bands on, like, the fifth album at the biggest you know what I mean mm. getting to play all the new songs because that's all that anyone wants to hear not yeah. the old stuff you know what I mean like do you look do you like that or do you do you, do you sometimes we love it it's yeah. everyone bands dream though isn't it every band yeah. wants to play their new album when they've done it but ever, yeah. but they know they can't and only the knobheads do you know what I mean yeah it's true like here's like, our new record and we're gonna play all of it and you're gonna like it whether you like it or not yeah sort of like most and most bands are doomed like bands like Lost Prophets were doomed to finish with Shinobi vs Dragon Ninja every night yeah no matter what album they put out they were just haunted by that song yeah Luckily, we never had a hit that big at first, you know what I mean, where it yeah. defined who we were. Yeah. And and we got better each time. And it's just like, if you go on Spotify now, it's the top five songs are like, it's Throne, Happy Song, Follow You. And it just it's amazing. just says so much about, I mean, the fact that Follow You is number three, a band that used to sound like us, what we sound like. Mm. And that song is so widely accepted. Yeah. And and you know what I mean? It's like, and we, we're always like, we've got to play more of the old stuff because we think that's what the kids want, but the, we go and then all the new ones just go down so much better. It's just yeah. incredible. It's well, like, it is it is like a whole new crowd, but you you have 
but we still play Chelsea Smile and it's still yeah, mental. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like, even though people get into us all the time, they love it all, but it's just, it's not like they don't have a clue what we're doing. It's just, but it's just great that they they respond, they react more and more positive to every album we do. It's just yeah. really lucky to get that, really. Yeah, because, yeah, I've said it before, There's there's, I can't think of any other bands in this world that will have a fan base that is prepared it sounds like a silly thing to say almost but like prepared to to go with it yeah do you know what i mean because you know we all know bands that have tried to move off in different directions i I mean i'm not going to say progress because it's not it's just it's to do you know broaden their palette or whatever and the fan base has gone no we're not having it yeah i think what what's unique about our band is where a lot of bands do that it weren't that they, it weren't that they never could. It's just that they they were doing what they loved, and they realised they needed to do something else because they need to make more money, or they wanted to get bigger, and they wanted to yeah. be a bigger band. Usually, yeah. or they didn't know what to do, but they knew that they couldn't do the same album again, so they tried to do something else, even though it weren't weren't what they want to do. That's why you get a lot of metal bands going cock rock, I think, because they don't know where to go because they don't have yeah. really much interest in other music outside yeah. of rock. Whereas for us what we're doing now is what we've always wanted to do we just couldn't do it before yeah i couldn't sing you know what i mean we didn't have jordan so it's it's not a question of us going let's do stuff we don't want to do it's it's like this is what we've always wanted to do yeah uh, suicide season and there is hell with the nearest thing we could get to that i used to listen to albums where i used to go we'll never write an album as good it's just like a consistently good album that with that many hooks and that thing because we're not capable and now I don't think like that. I'm now like I'm I'm so proud we've made that album and it's not so we're never a question of like doing something to get bigger. It's like this is what we've always wanted to do. This is the band we would have been like eight years ago if we could have been. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Ever since after Count Your Blessings we wanted to be just so different to what we were doing. You know what I mean? Mm. As soon as we realised it was more than just a joke, we were like, that's I I always just wanted to, I wanted to write the music I were actually listening to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd grown out of Cannibal Corpse and Decapitated and stuff back time like 21 you know what I mean and I was listening to like I listened to like I, I loved Under Oath that, I just thought it was incredible and I wanted to make music more like that and just listening to bands like the bands when we were out in there as a hell this band called Turbo Weekend that I just listened to religiously Yeah. and it's just and it, we're always, and it was stuff I felt I could never be we can't be like that because we're a metal band and then every time I was like, why not? Why can't we be more like that? That's what we listen to. That's what we do. Mm. We, we listen to dance music. We listen to like electro. We listen to all these weird indie stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just why can't we? Can't why can't we use all these influences in what we do rather than just keep doing the same thing? So yeah, yeah. All that is for us is we're just now where we've always wanted to be. Do you know what I mean? So and I think that sh- and I think that show. Sh- I think that's why it gets people accept it because it don't feel fake for a second. Yeah. It don't feel any less emotional. It don't feel like we're putting any less effort in. It don't feel any more safe, really. It's still, in a lot of ways, it seems more, it, like it feels more like rock and roll and, you know, heavy than ever in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because we're appealing to a crowd that aren't used to it and more people that haven't seen stuff like that before, but it just feels a bit more real to, to us than what it ha- ever has before. And I think even though people can't see that and people are a bit at first like, oh, you know, that's way more melodic. I think that's why ultimately, people look, end up loving it and it ends up being the favourite stuff because it's not it's not fake it's, it's not, not forced, forced. Yeah. no one's helped us write it we didn't even have a fucking producer you know what I mean this is just us no one our label are on our backs our label had no idea what we were doing you know what I mean they got to be happy they'd though. signed us off the back of there is a hell they weren't expecting any 
commercial hits. They just wanted us to be like a heavy, their flagship heavy bands. They didn't know what they, were, they didn't know what we were going to do, and they've never ever put pressure on us to do anything. So all the pressure is from us. And I, I even last album um, on that's the spirit when we, we were writing, we, we were like, we need some heavier stuff. We wrote this like proper heavy song, heavier than anything on um, Sempaternal. And it were cool, don't get me wrong, but it was just felt like a step backwards. And it just didn't feel like us. It's just like we've done breakdowns. The I I feel like like when we did like um House of Wolves breakdown, to me I was like that's it, we've that's the the best breakdown we're gonna write. Like we've we've took them as far as they can without them becoming because you can break down something I love, but at the same time you can either you can go really technical, which is like bands like August Burn Red and all the stuff like that where it's like and it they're good to a degree but they're not noddy good they're like oh wow that's tech yeah you know what i mean whereas i like just proper you know new metal style things but without the actual full-on cheesiness of new metal and yeah. i think like when we did like stuff on sempaternal those breakdowns were like that mastered and anything else would just us be repeating them hmm. um this it's a coat there's only so much you can do with a breakdown that actually makes it good and if you step outside that it's just not good anymore it's got to have that balance it's got to have that rhythm and it can only follow a certain progression, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we did it, and it was cool, but it was just, yeah, it was just like a repeat, and it just didn't feel right, and it yeah. just felt so wrong, and it's like, right, that, and we, that's when we knew we spent this whole day on this song that was super heavy, and we just like, no, it's just, no, let's fuck it, you know what I mean? That's going to that's gonna work out worse if we try and do that, because we don't want to, yeah. and, it's, and it's coming across that we don't want to. None of us are stoked about it, none of us are buzzing, so let's just do the album we want to do without worrying about if people think we've gone too soft. Yeah, do you, and are you, like, do you know where? Do you have any idea where you want it to go next, or is that just going to be like a like a thing when it comes around to it? We'll see where it, what comes out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like feel that's the spirit. Literally sucked us for everything that we got. Squeeze is dry of all creative. I everything that I could think of is on there, and we could think of is on there. Like, really, like to get those is it eleven songs just was everything yeah you know i mean we had not a drop of like we don't we don't do we don't do like 15 20 songs and then pick our favorite 10 we get 10 11 good ones and that's it there's nothing else yeah so it's gonna t i think it's gonna take a while for that to come it already is like i love writing and i love yeah creating. it already slowly is coming back and i can already see what where i'd like to take it but but it's, it's gonna be a long time off so i don't really it's almost like I want to just in, enjoy the playing these songs and not because yeah. another thing that I get is when I start get start thinking and start it makes me f really like Sam Paternal sounds so dated to me even Drown to me sounds a little bit more vintage than the rest just because of that short gap of and, and because we're really pushing ourselves all the time that mm. my singing gets better the writing gets better we understand things more just how we you, implement Jordan stuff into the music like we had like on Sempaternal, like some some tracks were like forty five tracks of digital stuff, mm. separate. Whereas like you shouldn't have more than eight tracks, fully. You know what yeah. I mean? And we didn't understand that because we're just too excited, and it's all just like things figuring that out less is more and getting it yeah. all heard. And so we're so every time we do something, it pushes the old stuff to make like Sempaternal. I can't listen to it. I can't listen to it the way I'm singing because I'm not because it's not. I had no idea how what I was doing. And although it does sound good, it's it's I can see I can hear how forced it how where you want to reach to like you've said like I can't yeah. I can't sing like I've really struggled with semitonal because it was just like yeah sure in the studio you can do it once or twice that take but then your voice is blown I blew my voice out two or three times in the studio because I was completely singing wrong whereas now that I'm really 
getting to grips with it and uh, that's a spirit we're all sung using the techniques I've learned and I really knew my range so mm. I'm really like doing what I should be doing and so I'm really singing properly so it's not only a lot more fun and it's just it it can I connect with it a lot more because it's what I'm meant to be doing whereas yeah. the other stuff is not so it's just like I don't want to like start thinking about new music and then be like oh that's a, that's a spirit sound shit to me now you know mm. but then I guess yeah but then I think it's almost as if that that Albert Hall thing is is it's like another it is an avenue off but it is it's yeah now you're now you're going to be reinterpreting things in in a different way that 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 might even i don't know i don't know what i'm saying no i get you <laughs> well i mean it, it, i mean it's it's again it's another somewhere. evolution of of things yeah and or another addition to it and the and i mean one of mash was saying yesterday one of our managers was saying how exciting if it does go really well and we could take it to somewhere like sydney opera house or yeah. you know what i mean like travel world doing this whole different tour it's just exciting to think yeah it's gonna be a bunch of tour buses though and a lot of trucks <laughs> yeah and a, a lot of expensive angry one. union workers <laughs> yeah all right amazing sweet yeah thanks for that no cheers for having me Right, that was Swim Podcast Episode 3. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Ollie for taking some time to chat to me about it. Also, shout out to Hannah for sitting there and, and uh, in silence. Whereas uh, I think most people, if you're sitting in a conversation and there's stuff that you find interesting and that you want to get involved in, you would chip in. Uh, and she did that hardly at all. She was very cool with it. So cheers. Um, you can hit me up online. It's at Daniel P. Carter on Twitter and Instagram. Also, uh, the podcast is at Swim Podcast, Twitter and Instagram as well. If you could subscribe, that would be amazing. If you could tell your mates about it as well, that would also be amazing. If you've got a website and you want to quote stuff out of context and use it as clickbait, that would suck. I've got a couple of more of these in the bag now, actually, already. So there's the next episode is going to be with Scott Ian from Anthrax, and we get into like it's, it's wicked, actually. It's a real good one. Um, and then after that, uh, it will be with John Baisley from Baroness. But we didn't speak about Baroness. We just spoke about painting, which was super interesting, and I was way into it. Um, so if you're up for hearing like the other side of things a little bit, yeah, listen out for that one. Uh, I've also found that I've gone through a bunch of interviews that I've done in the past for my Radio 1 show um, where only a tiny fragment of it got used and then I'm left with like 25 minutes of good stuff. I've got a real good one with uh, Randy Bly from Lamb of God talking about his book and prison and their last album, which is real good, actually. So uh, I might use that as a sort of stopgap because it's not a full hour. I like I said, I think it's 25 minutes. So maybe I'll put that up as a little bit of like bonus content and whatnot. Anyway, so thanks for listening. Scott Ian is on the next one. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 